Welcome back to the Mace Minute. I'm your host, Josh Bossert, Worshipful Master of Teal Lake Lodge 202. I'm in the studio today with Brother Bruce Laurie, also from Teal Lake Lodge number 202. Thanks for being with us today, Bruce. Hey, no problem. <clears throat> so how, how long have you been a Mason? Uh, let's see. I would say... Uh, let's see. Uh, I think since uh, 05. So 17 years. Wow, oh, 17 years. Um, who, who got you into masonry and why did you stay involved? Well, uh, years ago, my Uncle Carl was a member in the Marquette Lodge and I used to be his shadow all the time when I was a little boy, five, six years old. He used to bring me to the Shriner Circus and stuff. He used to sell the, the balloons when the Shriners used to do the, the sell all the stuff like uh, popcorn and sell the concession stands and that. And I used to follow him all over the place. He was a member, Carl Oberg. Uh, he used to live in Marquette, then moved to South Lyon, Michigan, and then moved to Coos Bay, Oregon, and that's where he passed away. But he was a great guy, and I know my I got uncles that were involved for years, uh, great uncles and whatnot else. So that's pretty much it's been. My dad was in Demolay, and uh, that's pretty much, pretty much it. You know, it's uh, kind of like I guess family type stuff. <clears throat> um, so how old were you? How old were you when you joined? <laughs> Uh, in my 40s. 40s, interesting. I like 41 maybe. I think it's somewhere right on there. Um, I was a forceful master for a year and a half, in 13. So, yeah, right around 05, I think it was. So that would have been, um, God, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Almost 18 years ago. Tell us, uh, Tell the listeners kind of what masonry means to you. Oh, that's real simple. Uh, it's a, it's more than a brotherhood. It's like a family, you know. And the interesting aspect in masonry, it's it's not it, <clears throat> like my brother always said. There's many different faces in masonry, just like there's different people. Because if the, everybody was the same, grocery store would be pretty freaking small, you know. But it's. Everybody has a different perspective. Like my generation versus your guys' generation, there's a different perspective. You look at things different. It doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it a different perspective. The old saying, you can't see the forest through the trees. You have, everybody has a different perspective on how things are supposed to be run. But uh, masonry is uh, a big, huge family. And you got family you just don't have and never met them before until you get... Like I see brothers on the road all the time that are driving truck, past masters and whatnot else. I stop and talk to them. I always start off with by saying, hey, hire them. And uh, we start joking around and I meet guys from Texas, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. Surprising how many brothers there are in Georgia. But it's the ancient, the ancient uh, brotherhood. It's not the, it's the ancient Freemason. They do it the old way. And they leave every when they leave the meeting. It, they leave, leave a charge with the brothers. You know, it's not hope and expected. 
it's expected that you de demean yourself as a man and amazing, not hope, you know. And that's, and that's interesting, uh, talking uh, as, you know, I'm from the younger gener generation. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> do you think there's a, uh, a stigma in Freemasonry as far as, like, I, older I, and younger generation? I don't think so. No? I don't think, because I, I, I really don't think so. It's just a different way of looking at things, you know. Like, uh, for example, I see a, a, a 69 Mustang go down the road or a, a 70 Chevelle or a 65 Chevelle, and you see a, an, a 2018 Mustang go down the road or a, 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 the new Camaro go down the road. It doesn't make any difference. It's still a Camaro as a Camaro or a Mustang as a Mustang. It's just a different perspective. When I grew up, you know, it's not you're going to go buy a car. It's you're going to get a car and fix it up. Right. Nowadays, you can't fix anything because it's everything's electronic nowadays. I mean, you can do some repairs to it, but it's not the same. It's not the same thing. It doesn't make it wrong. It's just a different perspective. Right. <clears throat> and why should someone start thinking about maybe joining Freemasonry? What's that? Uh, why would why should someone start thinking about joining Freemasonry? That's a real good question. Everybody does it for a different reason. I, I joined because I felt it was like a family type thing. I, I belonged to the Elks, the Moose Lodge, the Oddfellows Lodge, the Eagles Lodge. I belonged to the different different organizations. But the big difference thing you get here versus you get every place else, like uh, some of them, well, you know, we have a bar. You should be coming and spending your money at the bar. No, we're not a bar. We're an organization. We do stuff for the community. We do stuff for one another. You know, it, it's, you know, we look out for one another. There's a, one of the greatest sayings I've ever heard about Freemasonry. A man never stoops so low as when he helps another brother up. He doesn't look down on the brother. And in fact, it brings me to a, one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. Uh, was at a meeting. I forget where I was. I think I was in a Sioux. And one of the guys says, you know, I'm going to tell you something. You're new to Mason. And I said, yeah. He says, I'm going to tell you something. It don't matter what kind of job you have. If you go down and look at the old books from past members that just that belonged at a Marquette, they're different jobs. When one guy, he was a member, used to go right light all the gas lights at night and turn them out. That was his job. Doesn't make anything, doesn't make him a lesser man, but better bring it to the point where there was a guy, big high executive, and uh, he was walking around. He had his bootlegs that were by him, following him around, yes men, you know. He goes in the bathroom. There was these bathroom attendants would hand out. After you get done washing your hand, you hand him a towel. This guy made such a fuss over the bathroom attendant and the other guys couldn't figure it out. That's the greatest man in the world right there. He's my worstful master for my lodge. We're all on an even keel. We, we go into the lodge the same way, we exit the lodge the same way. Everybody's on the level. Doesn't make any better if you're making $10,000 a year, you're making $250,000 a year, don't matter. Not in, the, not in masonry, don't matter.
So going back to uh, seeing Masons around the country, uh, any advice advice on how to uh, start a conversation? Real easy. You see them, you say, hey, Hiram. That's all I do. Hey, Hiram, and they look at you a little funny, and then they realize who you are. And then not until you talk to each other for five, ten minutes to figure out whether you're one or not, because there's a lot of fakers out there, too, that say they're, you know, Masons or clandestine Masons or anything like that. Because I've caught a couple people, and I say, you ain't a Mason. You think you're a Mason, but you're not a Mason. As I was telling him, I give him the story. Have you ever tell me about the dog that I got? He was this big, swear to God. Now he's up to here on me. And they don't know how to respond to that, so I know they're not real. <laughs> oh, that's, that's pretty funny. Um, so what would you say your uh, top three moments of your Mason career so far have been? Uh, I'd say the brothers. Easy, hands down. Guys got like Alan Nelson and my buddy Frank Pernak. I had problems. Uh, he lives in Limestone. Now he lives in Florida. He's a brother. And I, I, uh, I got pretty sick there. And he's a big bear hunter. He lives and breathes for bear hunting. And I happened to mention him. I got to take a trip downstate for a little bit. And he says, uh, when do you want to go? And that's what it was. He he just dropped everything, said, let's go. And he brought me down there. And uh, I reached in my wallet to give him some money. Nope. Nope, ain't going to do it. You tried to give me money, you might as well get out of my truck right now. Same thing with Brother Nelson, when I had to have that tumor removed from my head. He brought me down there for many, many meetings, and he sat with me for five days down a mark down in Traverse City when I had a tumor removed from my head. Yeah, that, that I mean, from what I've what I'm hearing is is you know, that's that's what Masons do here. They they just help each other out oh, okay, yeah. time and without a question. Um, I know from personal experiences myself that that it's a wonderful thing. Um, uh, going back to Al Nelson, uh, he will be here um, in a couple episodes, talk more on Freemasonry, but uh, um, is there anyone else that epitomizes? I know Al Nelson from from Teal Lake Lodge here is personally one of the one of the smartest people I know in Masonry. Is oh. there anyone else you could think of that? <clears throat> Tom Ryan. Tom Ryan. Yeah. He knows more about Masonry than I'll ever. I mean, I've I've tried to read the Blue Book. That. That is a lot of jurisprudence and whatnot else, and I I don't like going to, I don't like going to Grand Lodge because it's more beat your chest and see who's the biggest bull on the hill. I don't need to, I don't need to beat my chest and I know I'm the biggest bull on the hill. <laughs> you know, that's just the way it is. I I, <clears throat> it's a, it, it's a, it's a duty of ours to help. It's it, not a duty. It, it's uh, it becomes second nature when you're in the brotherhood for a while. It becomes second nature to reach out and help a guy. It's it's not it's not a, that this is what I have to do. It's not that way at all. It's something you just naturally do. You say, hey, you know, 
Uh, we got a guy coming in. Who's who's free on Saturday at three o'clock in the afternoon? Oh, I'll I'll do it. I'll meet him, talk to him, see what he's about, and see what I think about him. I, I've got a I've got a peculiar way about me. I can tell what kind of people they are when I first shake their hand and I talk to them for five minutes. They're either going to be somebody that's going to be involved and understand that right from the get-go. It's we're just don't pay dues. You got to understand something about this lodge. This lodge is noted for their degree work, noted for, hey, I'm going to be here. You're going to be here. The reason why this lodge gets called all over the UP to do degree work is we're going to be there. It's not, well, you know, at the last minute type thing, we're not going to be there. We're just going to be there. We're going to do the work. You know, it's, it's a pride. It's a... I don't want to say pride either. I'd say it's a love of the craft. You know, you want to pass it on down the line. Right. Yeah, I know. I've I've been to uh, several of the lodges that, not taking anything away from them, <clears throat> but their members aren't as uh, how do I say it? Well versed in, mm -hmm. in doing the degree work. And not everybody is. And you know. And it's nice, you know, to have those older guys, Al Nelson and Tom Ryan, mm -hmm. um, and you, and you know, some of the younger guys are starting to learn a little bit more. But I, I think the biggest reason why a lot of guys don't get further involved in it, they're not made to do the work. When I came into the lodge, there was no, there was they just started coming up with these all degree days and stuff like that that's way too much for a young guy to come in and all that stuff thrown at him at one time what is he going to come away with yeah it's it's you're learning so much information in in each degree but you get those all degree days you have three degrees in one day mm -hmm. it's, that's too much i i personally for me i feel that it's uh it's it's too much <clears throat> there's not a enough time to study each degree that mm -hmm. Um, I know we have a brother coming into the Gandhi Lodge here, and and I've I've made it a point as worshipful master that he's going to get his degrees here, and one mm -hmm. at a time, so he can learn. Mm -hmm. um, you know, even just you know talking about like the pillars and stuff. Each pillar we learn mm -hmm. each degree, mm -hmm. and the all degree day, you're just there's too much information in that short amount of time mm -hmm. to learn. I li I talked to a guy from Georgia. You know what they do to new guys when they do their entered apprentice degree? After they get done, they're sworn in. They give them a notebook, one of them legal pads, and a pencil that has no end on it. And they say, here, I want you to write down everything you can remember what you did. And as soon as he picks up that pencil, they say, remember your obligation. And they put so much emphasis on that. Because when you take your obligation, there's certain things you cannot do. Right. And that's one of them. Yep. And that's what they do. They pound it in their head. Look, remember your obligation. And I wish there, there should be more emphasis on that. That's why I did my Master Mason. I, I did my, my uh, I can't even think of the name of it. I did my uh, if it, proficiency exam on my, on my, on my, uh, my for my master mason i think everybody should have because there's certain things that a lot of people don't pick up on 
Because because oh I'm a master mason. That that to me that that shouldn't be, you know, beat your chest about no because you're sure you're a sublime degree of a master mason, but there's a huge responsibility involved in that. Right. Um, that's actually a really good point. Uh, you know, this is this is my first year as being master and and going back to the pencil thing. That's uh. That's actually really smart, and that's something I might actually maybe do here with with some of the newer guys. Hey, just mm -hmm. just so they they remember that. Hey, that's mm -hmm. that's uh that's you something I really mm -hmm. think that we should start doing. Hey, is getting back into mm -hmm. stuff like that. I'll tell you what, one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Me and Alan Nelson were down down Traverse City. I was going in to have my surgery and that we went to a Traverse City Lodge and one of the guys there was the master of the lodge and he's from I think Alabama or Georgia or something like that and he wore a cowboy hat for his uh for for his uh Masonic his master master's hat. And he took the charge that was given at the end of each meeting. I don't remember I the remember what it was, but if you ask Alan He'll he'll be able to remember remember that at the very end he did the old Masonic, the Master's Charge at the end, and uh, he uh, it was it, for lack of a better term it was your it's your obligation to be that way. We're not trying to be better than anybody else. We're trying to be better. I've always told I probably told you the same thing as I told Joe. Your first day in your lodge, each day you should become a better person every single day. Every single day you become a better individual. It's your duty to do that. You're supposed to be a, an example to your community. Not because you have to be, it's because something that you believe in. Right. That's what masonry is. That's probably the easiest, that's probably the, my, would be my biggest thing that I would have to say about masonry is that you try to be better than what you do when you first came in. I always tease people who never don't doesn't know anything about masonry. We're just trying to take over the world, you know. That's a big thing, you know. But uh, if we charged everybody like that, hey, you know, afterwards, after every after after the gavel's strung and this lodge is closed, just have a rag chew at the end and say, look, guys. We can do better. We can do better. It doesn't have to be dramatic things. Even hold the door for somebody and say good morning or good afternoon, good day. A little old lady, you help her with her groceries or something. It's just not because you have to. It's because we're better people. We're not better than anybody else, but we're just trying to be better, better pillars of our community. Right. It's not sitting down at the Elks Lodge drinking beer sitting down at the the Eagles Club drinking beer or go up to the VFW and drink beer to see what kind of how much money they can pull into their bar that's not us you know um, yeah we uh that's what we strive for is just you know i i always tell people i'm i'm striving to be a better person and and not even, you know, a better person, a better father and, and, mm -hmm. and son. And, 
and it's you know it's, it's nice better husband be. better friend yep you know that's that's what it's all about right it's just taking care of each other is mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. my biggest takeaway from when i joined is is we look out for each other yeah exactly and that's that's the way the world should be now hey mm -hmm. um, look at it out there yeah as ask my wife when we're on the road you wouldn't believe the stuff you see out there yeah. i mean you know we were supposed to be not really men of faith but have a strong because if you don't have that you don't have that connection to a higher being you're you're not going to you're not going to get any better you know you're going to stumble you're going to fall you're going to there's nothing wrong with stumbling or falling or sliding backwards or nothing like that because there's just no other way to make a forward progress because if you don't trip there's no going to be there to help you and you're not going to feel that connection like a lot of us have here in this lodge that you know that you know you've seen people at your worst you've seen people at your best and it's not it's not you know, to hold secrets over anybody or try to do anything this, that, or the other. It's just to. It's just to be, be a brother, be a friend, be a better that because we know we can be. You know. Okay. Um, Probably beat that subject to death. That horse is dead. <laughs> had been dead, but I don't know. I guess that's pretty much what I believe in. All right. Um. I guess with that being said, do you have any uh, closing remarks or anything else you'd like to say about anything? Um, I think I pretty much <laughs> kicked that subject pretty good, but I guess it's just uh, if anybody that uh, is listening, you know, come visit Teal Lake Lodge number 202. You have the best food you've ever eaten in your life. <laughs> you know, you're... You always be welcome. First Tuesday of every month, dinner six thirty, meeting seven thirty. Perfect. Well, again, brother, I uh, I thank you for coming and, and talking with us, and mm -hmm. and hopefully uh, we can talk more again next time. Sure, anytime. Perfect. Thank you, brother. Hey, no problem.